We are live from SEC Media Days in Nashville, Tennessee. It is a Tuesday afternoon sports chat. I'm Dave Schultz holding down uh, the fort at our palatial studios on Bertrand Drive in Lafayette is Lyndon Burton. And, of course, we have a jam-packed show for you uh, today. Tony Barnhart, Mr. College Football, will be joining us here at 3.30. We had a chance to sit down and talk with Chris Doring, who, if you looked at 1033.com, 1033thegoat.com, you would see him in full LSU baseball uniform paying off his bet to Peter Burns. He had to travel to SEC Media Days wearing the LSU baseball uh, uniform. Scheduled to appear, Jim Nagy, executive director of the Senior Bowl. we got our guy locked on SEC, Chris Gordy. Connor O'Gara from Saturday Down South is going to hop on. And we got two-time national champion Cedric Van Pran will hop on as well. We may have a couple of others uh, to hop on uh, as well. Cedric is from uh, New Orleans. And what is it like for him to... What is it like for him to go back to uh, New Orleans in the red and black? All right. I have to take phone calls while we have a chance. If you want to, 269-1077. Do I have that right, Lyndon? Because the piece of paper isn't in front of me. Oh, 269. It's 269. All right. 269-1077. By the way, I didn't get to ask you. Have you seen... Did you see Mission Impossible yet? What happened to the Mission Impossible? Oh, it's an Oppenheimer Barbie double feature. Okay. Oh, so not a double feature. Got it. Got it. All right, when is this? When is Oppenheimer? Well, I'll be back. Not if you don't buy, only as long as you don't buy any pizza from the movie theater. <laughs> uh, all right, so we shall see. Uh, it, it appears that uh, Lyndon just asked me out on a date. I could be wrong, but that's what it, that's, that's what it sounded like uh, to me. And most importantly, that means Lyndon is going to be buying the popcorn. That's what, that's what counts. Uh, and my ticket. All right. So let's talk about what happened today at SEC uh, Media Days. They had the director of uh, officials get out there and talk about this is a this has got to be the most college football thing uh, of all time, right? This horns down thing, right? That people like to do horns down because they're making fun of Texas, right? And that has been a penalty in the past, regardless of how you do it. However, the director said now it's going to be on a case-by-case -case basis, which is now you're going to make the officials with a judgment call. Now we're, we're putting another split-second decision in the hands of the officials. So basically, the way I'm reading this, and let me see if I can get it uh, verbatim, uh, is basically you can't be taunting the other players. You can be celebrating with your teammates but you can't taunt the other player. Basically, what you can't do, Lyndon, you can't go all Angel Reese with a finger with, yes, you can't get in Caitlin, in Caitlin Clark's face with horns down. That's, what you, that's, that's the way I'm interpreting it, right? Right, you can't make a catch on the Texas sideline, right, right in front of the Texas sideline and do horns down. 
But, you know, if you're celebrating, like, uh, a touchdown against Texas, you can do it, apparently. All right. Here it is. SEC coordinator of officials says Horns down gesture will be penalized on a case-by-case basis. Reported uh, Brett McMurphy from uh, the Action Network. There's a difference between a player giving a signal directly in the face of an opponent as opposed to doing it with teammates. Really? We're going to delineate that? <sighs> I mean, it's just, can we just not, how about we not penalize it? How about that? How about we take it out of the officials' hands? If people want to do horns down and Texas takes it personally, you know what you do, Lyndon? Win. You know who won't do horns down? Anybody if Texas is winning. If Texas goes into Tuscaloosa and beats Alabama, they can do all horns up that they want. But if they get beat, like everybody thinks they're going to, except me, they're going to get horns down. Texas is not back. So I, I'm, I'm not a big fan of the, let's give the officials something else to worry about, right? I, you, right. Yes. I mean, that really does, it does make... It does make Texas, you know, soft, S-W-A-F-T, compared to S-O-F-T. So that was kind of the big news t today on whether that's a big deal or not, because obviously next year Texas is going to come into the SEC, and unless, you know, Quinn Ewers is the guy and he comes back again next year, or Archie Manning ends up being the guy and is raring to go, right? It could be a an issue. Uh, it could be an issue for Texas next season. Okay. Uh, 269-1077, 269-1077. The other kind of news today, we had two, uh, we had different reactions to different topics of conversation. So yesterday it was an issue for Jimbo Fisher to admit whether he's going to call plays or not, and he wouldn't come up with a direct answer, whereas Eli Drinkwitz did. Right? Eli Drinkwitz says, I got to get out of the way. I'm the problem. I need to be more CEO on game day, and we're going to let somebody else call the plays. Interesting. And Jimbo Fisher would... What's that? Yes. So that was the deal. And then it happened again today where Hugh Freeze said Philip Montgomery is going to call the plays. So that's a big deal so far in these media days. But one of the better running backs in SEC this year is Jarquez Hunter. And yep. he had an off-the-field incident. And Hugh Freeze says, I cannot comment on the situation. That seems to be a problem. So what it is, you know, they do not have the most difficult schedule to begin with this season. All right? They just don't. Uh, so basically, the off-the-field issue is, uh, I think, a little uh, revenge is what's going on. Lyndon, do you know about this? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Is that the uh, revenge uh, video stuff? Is that this guy? Yes. yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, I remember we looked this up. Okay. Um, right. 
Yeah, right. so basically trying not to look trying not to look it up right now, but <laughs> yeah, well, so yeah. someone released a someone released a videotape of uh, Hunter doing something explicit, mm -hmm. although I'm not sure illegal. Yeah. Facts. That's the thing. So that's a, it's an interesting deal when uh, Hugh Freeze is wondering if if Hugh Freeze uh, is an issue uh, with Jarquez Hunter, if they can't do this. I mean, we got a month before, we've got two weeks before training camp opens up, and you got six weeks before the season is. You would think you'd have some sort of we kind of know what's going to happen here type of deal. Mm-hmm. That's and crazy. Uh, yeah. Other than that, did you see any more stories? Again, the horns down, the uh, who's calling the plays and who's not, right? Hugh Freeze says, nope, someone else is going to call the plays. Eli Drinker says someone else is going to call the plays. And, but Jimbo Fisher had issues relinquishing those duties. Look, I think... And, it, and it's, to me... Go ahead, Lennon. No, I was going to say, I think he covered everything. I was about to say, I haven't, I haven't seen anything else major right now. I'm checking. If I do, I'll let you know. And I guess the other thing would be, so I'm not sure if anybody has made a bunch of news. I mean, Hugh Freeze gave some good lines. I don't need to be educated on the Iron Bowl. That's a good line. Did, it, uh, did anyone ask Clark Kirby Lee's Smart about the issues with Georgia? They did. I'm not sure he said anything. I didn't see. I could go over the transcript. I don't think he said anything all that controversial, or else I would have seen it. Mm -hmm. But he had to address it, right? He was here, and, you know, it's a thing where um, if he had said something controversial, it would have It'd been be everywhere. Yeah. more noted, I believe, okay? Because this is something... It's not like all this happened last week, right? He's been known what's going to be answered. And I, I, my reaction is somewhere along the way, the couple of different reactions. You know, the young adults have to take responsibility, right? It, 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 a head football coach cannot babysit 150 people. However, the same thing seems to be happening again and again. And unfortunately, the most tragic of all the situations is that not only one person died, but two people died. Yeah. Forget about any lawsuits that are coming down the pike. And so that's really tragic. It, it, it's, just, it's just a sad situation. And then I was on a discussion this morning uh, on sidelines with Rob Brown, uh, and someone else pointed out, you know, here's the problem, though, is that we didn't find out about the bad situation at Florida until Urban Meyer left. Right, we didn't find out about Aaron Hernandez and all the issues that he had until well, it was way too late. True, he he did say and, this. And then he, all of the all, go ahead. On on Georgia culture, he said you don't usually have guys that want to stay when you have a bad culture or you have bad kids. That's not part of what our program is. I feel like that's like a, a cop out answer. That's what that sounds like to me. Yeah, because you could very easily address it. Okay, there's but, no reason to be drag racing and speeding like they are mm-hmm I'm with you uh, you know so that's it do you think do you make that a is that you know hand uh, you know head in the sand kind of comment 
That's what it, it seems like. It's like nothing's wrong with our program. Y'all are like, in the words of of, of Nick uh, uh, Nick Saban, y'all are rat poison trying to seep in. But it's like, no, 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 no. You can't say that it's just outside noise trying to affect your program when you have two major things. The the incident with, like you said, the uh, drag racing. And what about the guy who was recruited that is alleged that allegedly committed sexual assault on his recruitment uh um his recruitment to Georgia and then you still sign him anyway after allegedly you knowing it. It's like you can't have both of those things happen and just say, oh, our cultures, our cultures, it, it is what it is. We don't have a bad culture because uh, if you if we had a bad culture or bad kids, guys wouldn't want to stay here. Like what? Yeah, that doesn't make sense because if they had a bad culture, then people, you know, the way we see it from the outside, you can get away with whatever you're doing. Yep. And to your no point, one, like no with Florida, we didn't know about that till late. Right. 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 All right. Let's take a timeout. We'll come back. We'll actually a big NFL signing happening right here in Nashville. We didn't even get to it yesterday. Yeah, true. Bottom of the hour. Tony Barnhart, Mr. College Football will hop on. We got Chris Dory. We got hopefully Jim Nagy, Chris Gordy, Connor O'Gara, Saturday on South, and two-time national champion Cedric Van Fran, uh, Georgia offensive lineman, hopping on. It is a Tuesday afternoon sports chat. We are live at SEC Media Days, powered by Lafayette Roofing and Dwight Andrus Insurance, subdivision of Hub International. Back after this on 103.3 The Go. Someone get your goat. There's plenty to go around for everyone. 1033 The Goat, the greatest sports talk of all time. Martini's 2023 Lafayette's absolute best martini competition and teeny tour to benefit Healing House. Hope for grieving children. It's in full swing. This year, enjoy signature martinis at eight local restaurants through August 15th. Enjoy a different restaurant's martini for $2 with the purchase of an entree on their featured teeny Tuesday. Participating restaurants include Bonton Grill, Bonefish Grill, Fizo's, Mercy Kitchen, Chops Mid-City Smokehouse, Tsunami, Vestal, and Walk-Ons. Purchase a martini's a la Maison package and receive two hand-painted martini glasses, a signed print by this year's glass artist, Candace Greer, and access to exciting online silent auction items. Visit healing-house.org for more information. Join us this Tuesday at Bonton Grill to try their absolute Mad Hatter martini. Martinis 2023, presented by Town Square Media, Moss Motors, Bourbon Royalty Candle Company, Advanced Piping, Linear Controls, Leading Home Care, and Delone Funeral Home. There's a heat advisor at Acadian Automotive Group. We advise you to get down here for these red-hot deals. Like this brand-new Jeep Gladiator, all in stock, $10,000 off the MSRP, plus 1.9% APR up to 72 months. So come see our team at Acadian Automotive Group, where the savings are scorching and excitement is off the chart. Under the big American flag, across from the airport, Lafayette. Dealer discount 6,000 rebate, 3,000 must finance with Chrysler Capital with approved credit plus DTNL. Visit AcadianaDodge.com. Are you ready to smell better naked? I'm Dr. Shannon Klingman, the OBGYN creator of Lumi, the whole body deodorant that's clinically proven to control odor for 72 hours on pits, feet, privates, and beyond. It's pH optimized to safely and effectively control odor anywhere you have it, but wish you didn't. Plus, it's proven to work better than a shower with soap alone. Whether you shower twice a day or three times a week, Lumi works better. And did we mention it's aluminum free? 
with over 200,000 five-star reviews. I'm so sure you're going to love it, or you can return it for free. There's a special offer for listeners. Use code 500 and get an extra $5 off a Lumi starter pack that comes with a solid stick, cream tube, free product of your choice, and ships free with code 500. L-U-M-E deodorant.com code 500 for an extra $5 off a Lumi starter pack. Love it or return it for free. That's L-U-M-E deodorant.com code 500. The best sports talk in Acadiana. 103.3 The GOAT continues its off-season college football coverage and will be live at Sunbelt Media Days in Orleans. Hey, Acadiana, it's Dave Schultz. 103.3 The GOAT's off-season college football coverage rolls on from New Orleans. Sports Chat will be live from the Sunbelt Media Days July 25th and July 26th. 103.3 The GOAT's coverage of Sunbelt Media Days are powered by Lafayette Roofing and Dwight Andrus, a division of Hub International. Pardon us while we butt in with a little common sense. 1033 The Goat, the greatest sports talk of all time. Back to Sports Chat with Dave Schultz, live at the SEC Media Days in Nashville on 1033 The Goat. The uh, best move there, uh, Lyndon, to put the dry cupcake in my mouth as the oh, as the show starts coming to a, <laughs> an end. Yeah, that was probably a, ba- a bad move. The chocolate fr- frosting wasn't bad, but the the cupcake, which is good, but a little dry, and then you got to take down the water. All right, uh, coming up here at the bottom of the hour, Mr. College Football, Tony Barnhart will uh, hop on. We'll have Chris Doring later on, Chris Gordy, Connor O'Gara, Cedric Van Pram, uh, and maybe some others, depending on what happens. Okay. Uh, let's talk about what happened in the NFL yesterday, right? Reports have it that DeAndre Hopkins is signing with the Titans. Uh, I saw two years, $26 million. Apparently, nobody else was close, including my Patriots. And now they're saying he's overpaid. Is that what you think, Mr. Burton? Um, I, don't, I, I won't say DeAndre Hopkins is overpaid because, like he, like, like he tweeted, He's still a thousand plus yard uh, receptions, um, uh, receiving yards leader. Like he's still very productive, and until he shows a decline in production, it's like okay, he's worth his. He's worth every penny. And the thing is, the Titans need someone like him. If you look at the Titans roster, they're pretty. You know, they're pretty lackluster when it comes to receiver. After letting AJ Brown go, this is. You know what this is, Dave. This is a. Yeah. Hey, we messed up with AJ Brown, so we're gonna tr- have pay right. Deshaun uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Right now, if he had played a full season the last couple of years, he probably would be at a thousand yard uh, receiver. But the problem is he hasn't. Right, he was hurt, True. and then when he was coming back, he was doing PEDs. So he only has about, in fact, almost exactly uh, thirteen hundred yards combined in the last two years. Under six hundred yards in twenty twenty one, seven hundred and. Uh, 17, 717 uh, yards last year. So I think he did pretty well. It is interesting, though. You know, he's still pretty young, so he doesn't have quite the treads that maybe some others do. But Saquon Barkley has a lot less treads on his tires, and he can't get close to what DeAndre Hopkins is, right? DeAndre Hopkins, again, just injured a couple years ago. Coming back, I mean, you want to see cheated, trying to come back sooner, whatever. 
he got uh, suspended for that. And so he's doing, yeah, he's coming back. He's getting 26 million and Saquon Barkley can't get 11, 12 million. The Giants were stuck on $10 million. Do the Giants need to play the Powerball so they can afford Saquon Barkley? Look, the, the running back position as a whole, because it's not just Barkley, Josh Jacobs and Tony Pollard can't get deals. Josh Jacobs said he's not going to camp. I don't think any of them are right now. And then the thing is, it's like, but when you hear Le'Veon Bell come out and apologize to Steelers fans and say, hey, I should have signed and took the money. I shouldn't have sat out. It's like, dang, man, I feel for these running backs because it's like well, you're in a lose-lose. Yeah, but, he, but here's the thing, though, right? Le'Veon Bell, he was kind of the one where it started. Yep. And so you don't really know what's going on until after it happens, right? Josh Jacobs, uh, Tony Pollard, and Saquon Barkley, they all realize over the last few years that the running back position has not been uh, – worth it and we we've talked about it right if you can get a damian pierce on the texans right for 20 percent probably less right <laughs> that you're mm-hmm. paying uh saquon barkley but get 80 percent of the production isn't that better yeah no you're right and you save you but some I'm money and try- spend it elsewhere yeah but but i'm trying to figure out the whole math so maybe we need to get a uh, a capologist on it. I'm, I'm not sure if Dr. Zach Blackaby is a, is a NFL capologist, but if you're willing to pay $10 million, is $12 million, does that screw up the cap? Is that where we are? And especially if you're going to pay, so you're going to pay, instead of paying Saquon Barkley, you know, $26 million over two years, right, you're going to do, you're going to pay him you know, $24 million guaranteed, but it's going to be over four years, right? Who cares what your salary is? Nobody cares what the salary is, average salary. We just care about the guaranteed money, right? Yeah, no, you're right. That's what one would think. But to your point, that's why we need a a, a cap expert in here to, to set right. us straight. Because it might affect them. It might be one of those Mickey Loomis things where, you know, it, it uh, he's, they're trying to do some cap wizardry. That's the only thing I don't understand. I would get it if it's like, well, it's a $10 million deal for one year, right? That's $10 million guaranteed for one compared to if you give them 24 and you split it up over four. I'm trying to figure out why that's an issue for the Giants. It would seem to help out the Giants, but they don't want to give him that kind of money, right? They don't want to, or it's not about the money, really. It's about the long-term deal. Mm-hmm. I, I think the Giants, it's going to be interesting. And I thought maybe this could be what, what would happen with quarterbacks somewhere along the way. I thought it was going to happen with Jared Goff, right, when the new coaching staff took over and Jared Goff was pretty good, but he probably didn't do anything uh, outstanding that, you know, here's your fifth-year option. Thank you very much for coming. We're going to move on. Instead, they gave him big bucks. Now, I guess in the end it all worked out because they traded golf, uh, and they got Stafford. So it worked out that they got a Super Bowl uh, with that, and maybe if they had let golf go, they wouldn't have done that. But somewhere along the way, we are going to end up with the team that tells their their fourth-year quarterback, no, we're not you know, we're not going to re-sign you, right? Like they did it with Daniel Jones almost did it. Uh, but 
and with the Giants, ironically enough. Or is that is that is that irony or coincidence? That's, that's that, got to be irony. Yeah, that's got to be irony. <laughs> that's irony. All right. We'll see if my guy Nick is listening because I think that's that's more irony than a coincidence. So uh, we do have DeAndre Hopkins. We'll see if it makes a difference, right? You, you know, I'm not sure how much the big difference was between, you know, Ryan Tannehill and Mac Jones. I'm not sure there's that whole delineation. It's not like he's, you know, not he had the choices between, you know, Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, or even Tua. But he seemed to have the difference between Mac Jones and Tannehill. And maybe the difference is one has Derrick Henry and one doesn't. True. Maybe that's the difference. Maybe that's the difference. All right, let's take a timeout. We are expecting Mr. College Football, Tony Barnhart, uh, to join us when we come back. We're live from SEC Media Days in Nashville, Tennessee. Brought to you by Lafayette Roofing and Dwight Andrews Insurance, Division of Hub International on 103.3. The GOAT! If it wasn't for goats, we wouldn't have coffee. Look it up. I'm going to get some coffee. You want some coffee? No, thank you. I'm fine. And the best sports talk in Acadiana. 1033 The Goat. Attention small business owners. Looking for new ways to grow your business that won't break the bank? What if I told you it all starts with just two easy steps? Step one, stop wasting precious time and money on leads that are being shared with your competition. Step two, speak with the experts at Town Square Interactive. Delivering digital marketing solutions perfectly tailored to your business. You'll get the people and the platform to get in front of more local customers. All for one affordable monthly rate. The best part? No more sharing leads. Your ideal customer will come directly to you. Ready to get started? Go to townsquarelocal.com to use our free traffic estimator and see how many local customers your business could be reaching right now. See why we've been trusted by more than 100,000 small businesses and start growing yours today. Just go to townsquarelocal.com. That's townsquarelocal.com. Yo, babe, this one still needs to be back. The service at Chuck's Car Detailing Business is spotless. But new word-of-mouth recommendations leave him short of hands. They don't have an appointment? Uh, Just get him in line behind the pickup truck. I'll stay for another couple hours and get it done tonight. Indeed can help him hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Our hiring platform instantly connects you with quality candidates, and you can schedule and conduct virtual interviews right from the Indeed dashboard. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Spilled your drink? Quick, the quicker picker-upper. Bounty picks up spills quicker. And each sheet is two times more absorbent, so you can use less than the leading ordinary brand. So, you can get back to your night. Bounty, the quicker picker-upper. Ernie Johnson and Charles Barkley welcoming you back to Susan's Cubicle here in Accounts Payable. What an afternoon of non-stop bookkeeping action, Charles. Are you kidding me? She set herself a reminder to get out of that chair and move. That's a smart use of a timeout. She's somehow still reading her emails while getting her heart rate up and moving her muscles. Healthy habits that could lower your risk of cancer. 
Uh-oh, it's Karen from the IT department. This is a wrinkle no one saw coming. She means well, but she just derailed the yoga class down an accounts receivable. There she goes to one of her usual distractions. But Susan just tosses her a no-look way. That's a crazy move. Let's watch that again. She's stretching, and there's the effortless side wave. Susan's putting on a clinic. Susan from Accounts Payable. Dominated. Just get moving. It helps in the prevention of so many cancers. Stand Up to Cancer and Optum want to help you reduce your risk for cancer. Visit TakeAHealthyStand.org. Every second counts in a poison emergency. That's why Poison Help is standing by 24-7 to provide free assistance in over 100 languages. Save Poison Help as a contact in your phone today. Poison Help. 1-800-222-1222. Don't let someone get your goat. There's plenty to go around for everyone. 1033 The Goat. The greatest sports talk of all time. All right, Dave Schultz. Uh, live at SEC Media Days, Lyndon Burton uh, back at our palatial studios at 103.3. They go, are we, um, by the way, have you gotten uh, the lottery ticket yet? I mean, this is a billion dollars. Yes, I, ha- I, I have gotten the lottery ticket. Got one yesterday. Are you, what are you buying with a billion dollars? I mean, uh, it's not a billion, but it's it, it'll be a lot of money. The what first you, thing buy? I'm buying, oh, I'm buying myself an Aston Martin. That's the first thing. I need a new car, Dave. You see my car. You don't pay for car washes for your car, <laughs> and you're going from what you have to an Aston Martin? Yes, sir. <laughs> That's the first thing I'm buying. <laughs> I'm concerned you won't wash the Aston Martin. No, I got to wash the Aston Martin because at that point, I'm really Bruce Wayne because I got a billion dollars or close to it. Do you think that, uh, uh, all right, so the Aston Martin, okay. I don't trust you with an Aston Martin. <laughs> then a house, probably. Then a house. The, the, the Aston Martin first and then the house. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, well, we'll get our next guest on. We'll ask him what his first purchase is going to be. All right. All right. Uh, we are very fortunate uh, to have our uh, next guest on. He is... Uh, Mr. College Football. He's been covering uh, college football for uh, decades. He is uh, Tony Bonhart. Tony, what are you buying with the, the Powerball winnings that I'm sure you're going to play? A billion dollars. What would be the first thing that you would buy? Um, I don't know, but I can promise you it'd be something for my wife or my daughter. Well, I mean, you <laughs> and, could, you, and, and not for me. Well, you could buy the Heisman and we could just call it the Bonhart. There you go. I like that. I like that. <laughs> I like that. And, uh, <laughs> and then we would, you would be handed out every year. <laughs> Oh my goodness, that would be uh, that would be absolutely crazy. I don't think I know. I don't think I know what I, I'd give the money to my wife and said, "You figure out how to do this." Right. I'm not. I'm not smart enough. Uh, we're talking to uh, Tony Bonhart, Mr. College Football. All right. How have you seen? You've been covering SEC Media Days uh, since the beginning. We have what, 35 uh, radio stations right. here. We have some, you know, YouTube guys that have blown up with the Crane and Company and Josh Paid and JD Pickle. Um, how have you seen this grow? Oh, just well, my first one was in 1989, and it was you and Frank Frangi, and it was me and Frank Frangi. <laughs> Radio Row was two stations for, at the most, uh, but you know, 
You know, this SEC football stuff's really starting to catch on. Yeah. Okay. okay. Right, right. And so, as a result, events like this where people get a chance to, you know, to, to, to veg out on college football right. for about four days or more, uh, that's that's the reason these, these events grow. It's the reason that they move it to some place like Nashville to, to, to get it to grow. And so I think it, it's a direct relation to the growth of college football because the fact is the game is more popular than it's ever been. Remember, we used to have the debate. NFL's number one. We know that. Sure. Number, but we also always debated about who was number two. Was it baseball or was it college football? We, we, there's the name, we didn't even, that's over. That conversation and, is long over. And you're talking to a baseball guy. Yeah. So no, that, that's over. I lost that argument yep. long ago. And since I'm doing radio in the South, that, that argument is exactly taken care of. right. Well, but also, you, you brought it up. We're expanding to 16 teams next year. They're mm-hmm. moving to Dallas uh, to ingratiate uh, themselves with Texas. Uh, but, you know, lo and behold, the Major League All-Star game is a week later. Usually, the SEC Media Days is specifically the week that it is because it's not competing with anything other that's than exactly. other media days, right? That's, that's so exactly. the All-Star game this year, the way it usually is, is the either the first full or the second full week of July next year. SEC Media Days is going to be in Dallas. The Major League Baseball game, All-Star game, is going to be in Arlington. Well, there you go. There you go. Well, Maybe we get you to throw out the first pitch. <laughs> yeah, I would probably get it halfway to the plate, and it would bounce bounce into the catcher's mitt. So, absolutely. You know, it's these events have become really, really special because the fact of the matter is, College football, from the time that I started covering it eight million right. years ago, is grown and it's it's truly, it's not a cliche. It's a year-round sport. There's always something going on, and people want it to go. People want to read about college football and hear stuff about it. And so, yeah, and about now, I will get home in about about a week. I'll be going through Publix, getting some getting some groceries and stuff, and a guy will come up to me and says, "Man, when is it going to get here?" When it's, it's like, it's not, it's taking forever to get here. And what's amazing about college football is once it gets here and the season starts, you look down and it's Thanksgiving. And then, well, yes, it, but that's, once it starts, it goes by right. incredibly quick. I mean, I, that, right about now, I don't know when that started, 30s or 40s, but that's life because it feels like about two weeks ago, Georgia beat TCU in the championship game. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know. You know. Uh, we're talking with Tony Bonhart, the uh, uh, Mr. College uh, Football. Uh, you were talking about uh, how much it has uh, grown, and the money is it is astronomical, mm-hmm. right? And uh, I guess the story is the SEC was wondering if we're going from eight games to nine games, they want more cash for that. It's, people say, well, why, did, why didn't they go to nine? I said, well, first of all, first of all, they had too many really good uh, games for 2024 that were already – how about this? Bet you didn't know this because I didn't know it. LSU in 2024 has, is already playing UCLA and USC. I think I did know that. Only, and, only because we looked it up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and That's I'm right. saying there, there were a lot of games like Georgia's playing Clemson right. in 2024. Uh, going to be in Atlanta, the Chick-fil-A, excuse me, the Aflac That's right. kickoff game. And uh, and so my point was there. That's one reason they didn't go to nine because they didn't have to go to nine. We got all these great games now. With a year to pass, now they can go back to their partner ESPN and says, "Okay, so you want us to play a nine ninth conference game? We can probably help you out with that. But just add two more zeros to the end of that check, right. and we will be we will be just fine." And but that, that's listen. 
The SEC has only won 13 national championships in football since 06. The eight-game schedule has worked out for them. Having said all that, I still think they'll go to nine. You do. I you do. Think they, you think they do? Because what what happens there? I, we you know we got primary rivalries, which is Auburn, Alabama, and all the you right. know you know about. And then you got secondary rivalry rivalries, which are um, Georgia and Auburn, longest continuous yes. rivalry in the yes. South. Tennessee, Alabama. Those right. you would not play them every year if they stick with an eight-game conference schedule because you can only protect one game. Right. And right. you have to play right. seven rotators. So to get to keep those games, you've got to go to a nine-game conference schedule. And I told them the other day, say, who doesn't want more SEC football? I want nine games because I want more SEC football. SEC versus SEC. Right, so. right. Talking to Don, uh, Tony Bonhart, Mr. College Football, on a Tuesday afternoon, Sports Chat uh, 103.3, uh, the GOAT. Uh, all right, what about Kirby Smart came through today? Uh, you know, it should be basking in the glow of two national championships, trying to win a third. I was told that it has been uh, since 1936 in Minnesota. Did you cover that ball game? Uh, no. That was the last team, <laughs> the last team to do that. Uh, and yet, he's got to explain, you know, a, yeah. a tragedy uh, that is really just—it's just sad. The whole, the whole is. scenario is just is just plain sad, uh, and uh, honestly preventable. And it, yet, it keeps on happening, although not the. Tragic well, part, but the more the speeding. Right, and he, he he made I thought was a good point that he said there's speeding and then there's super speeding, and, right. and speeding is is one thing, but the kids people are going to get killed. Right, right. And, and have been killed. And unfortunately, yeah, yeah. that that it, that has happened. So it, it's something that he has to address. It's something the university has to address, uh, and and but they can they can do better. And, and you know, there's there's no manual that tells you how to get through stuff like that, but right. uh, the, it is a fact, and Kirby Smart's having to deal with it. Having said that, I think I think Georgia will, you know, they'll they'll move on. And somebody asked me, are they good enough to win the national championship? They absolutely are. They have they have the te- they'll mean they will do it because it's hard. There's a reason. Correct. There's a reason. No, right. There's a reason that nobody's done it. Uh, I mean, that's the thing. We all remember what they did against TCU, but they barely got to the TCU game. Needed a, a hook field goal yeah. on the stroke of midnight on, right. New, Year, on New Year's night, right. uh, New Year's Eve. And so, yeah, and and Georgia dodged that bullet. They they were down double digits at Missouri that's early right. in the season. That's right. So the, the team that goes undefeated is the team that – because you're going to have – moments like that but do you survive them do you, do you figure out a way to still win so a few more questions uh with uh tony bonhart uh, mr college football we'll get to the uh, dodd trophy here momentarily uh although it does look like we're getting some uh rain the, the heavens are uh, opening up uh pretty good here um all right what about in the west uh you know i, I happen to think alabama again I think they're going to lose a couple of ball games, and everybody thinks I'm thinking they're going seven and five. I don't. I just think right. they're going to lose two ball games. What they are, I'm not sure. Well, although I do think it's going to be Texas, but it just seems like the West is wide open compared to the East. Well, logically, and if you're dealing with logic and, and information and facts, then you should pick LSU to win the SEC West. However, I've not been, I've never been known to do anything intelligently. I've, I, I, I've got this gut feeling about Alabama, just absolutely gut feeling about Alabama that they are going to find a way to, uh, to win some of these games. And so, look, they get LSU at home. Uh, and I think that right. would be among. So and so the question is, you know, how how is that going to work? How is it going? I just got a feeling. 
here's what will be interesting is when the media does their voting uh, on later on this week and release the thing. Does Alabama finish first in the West? If they're not, how many first place votes did LSU get? So that's going to be interesting. I guess my point is that we've gone from Jalen to Tua to Mac to Bryce. Like yep. these guys have all gotten better, right? Yep. And I'm not sure. It's not. You say they're going to lose a couple of ball games. I don't think Jalen Miller or Ty Simpson is bad. We haven't seen a whole lot of Ty Simpson. We saw a little bit about Jalen Miller. Right. I'm just not sure he's as good as any one of those four guys. He's not. That's the thing. He's not. Right. I mean, Alabama has gotten not good quarterback play, elite quarterback That's play right. for six years. <laughs> and right. and there, uh, I don't know young Milrobe. I'm sure he's a fine quarterback. I'm sure that he is. But he's not at that level. And the question becomes, has, has Alabama improved its offensive line enough? Do they have the talent at running back to where they can dial it down a little bit and play old-timey Nick Saban football. And that's what we don't know. We'll learn a lot when they play Texas. Okay? We do. I'm picking. We'll, we'll learn a lot coming out of that game. I was doing last year. I was doing it in doing radio in Mobile, Alabama. I said last year Texas was going to go in and beat Alabama just based on who they're losing. Right. I, uh, of course, I also said that Alabama was going to go into Texas and win by about 40. So take it with a grain of salt. Take it, <laughs> uh, that, that will be interesting. And, again, they get, they get LSU at home. Uh, and you look at their schedule and looks doable. And so, look, Nick Saban's been at Alabama since 2007, whatever that is, right. 16 years. He's never gone three straight years without a national championship right. since he's been there. And yeah. so I think I, it's a fascinating storyline for all these people. Of, oh, Nick Saban, ah, he's done. He's done. See, that's, I think they'll be fine next that's year. That's crazy. I just don't think they're going to be as good. Well, and, and, that's, yeah. and that's the key. So what, what, what will make him get out? I said losing. Lose not winning. Or excuse me, not winning enough. Correct. We'll get right. him. We'll right. get him out. And Steve right. Spurrier. I sat with Steve Spurrier in his office in South Carolina. I said, "When are you going to get out?" He said, "I will not stay here to be a seven-five coach." Well, guess what? He went seven and five, and <laughs> right. he didn't make it to the end of the season, and he, and he got out. So, uh, are we getting some sort of storm is coming through here? So, uh, we're inside, uh, and everybody's protecting us, uh, standing in front of the windows. All right, let's talk about the Dodge Trophy. Tell us about the Dodge Trophy. Well, there, there are a lot of great Coach of the Year's, Coach of the Year awards, but uh, I'm on the board of directors for the Bobby Dodd Coach of the Year Foundation. The Dodge Trophy, presented by PNC, is different than other Coach of the Year awards because. Look, you got to win a lot of games. We understand that. But this trophy has an academic component to it. Mm. You've got an APR. You must have an APR of uh, 980 or better just to get put on the watch list. And uh, well, I'll give you an example. It, it's a different kind of Coach of the Year award. Scholarship, leadership, integrity was what Coach Dodd believed in. And those are the pillars of the foundation. But I'll give you an example. This, this past year's winner right. was Willie Fritz from Tulane. Okay, Willie Fritz had a they had a wonderful season at Tulane, beat USC in the Cotton Bowl. And what we do as a board is we present the award to the coach on his campus so his family can be there, his sure. coaches can be there, all the football players can come. And so we flew in as a board, we flew in to New Orleans and was we were bussed over to Tulane. And when we arrived at, at, at Tulane Stadium, which is a neat, neat, yes. neat place, uh, the entire Tulane team was there wearing their jerseys How great to is that? greet us there. And that's that's the kind of guy that Willie Fritz is. So we, uh, we're we very proud of the Dodd Award and uh, Dodd Trophy, and I'm, I'm very proud to have my name associated with it. So I'll ask you this. I don't know how much you're into trap games or letdown games or anything like that, uh, but can you have a trap game as your opener? Because it seems a little bit odd 
So Tulane, coming off a great season, right. they have South Alabama. Yep. South Alabama is supposed to be pretty good this year. Right. Normally that would not be a trap game. The thing is, they're playing Ole Miss the next week. That's right. And if that was at Ole Miss, it wouldn't be a trap game. But Ole Miss is coming to New Orleans. Right. Right. So that's why everyone outside of a few people, and maybe Willie Fritz is one of them, right? You've got to concentrate on South Alabama right. or they're going to come. not think about Ole Miss. Right. No, no that, that's exactly right. Yeah. Well, that's a, that, that is always the game before the game. And it'll be interesting to see how they play because when we were there, we were talking about the fact that Ole Miss was coming in. Yeah, that's huge. They, they did a two-for-one, so Ole Miss Correct. would come right. there. And so, uh, yeah, that's going to be really cool. He's Tony Bonhart. He's with the Dodd Trophy. He's Mr. College Football. Thank you for your service, and thank you for stopping by and talking to us on a Tuesday afternoon sports chat. Enjoyed it's it. Thank you very pleasure. much. You thank bet. you. You bet. All right, let's take a timeout. We'll be back. We'll wrap it up, uh, our number one, right after this on 103.3 The Goat. Do you have heart failure and often hear? Those stomach issues ruined your birthday. You're too tired to play catch, Grandpa. Sweetie, you haven't touched your tool since the carpal tunnel syndrome diagnosis. If these seemingly unrelated symptoms sound familiar, talk to your cardiologist. Ask about transthyretin amyloid cardiomyopathy or ATTRCM, a rare and underdiagnosed disease that gets worse over time. Learn more at connecttoyourheart.com. That's connecttoyourheart.com. Sponsored by Pfizer. Hi, I'm Connie Britton, and I want to share with you the experience of Donna in Washington. She writes, I got injured about five years ago. I was let go when, because of the injury, I couldn't keep up with my schedule. I've tried to find other work, but I'm 68 now. No one wants to hire someone that old. This week is tough, though, because I had to get my tooth fixed. So I only have $10 in my checking account. But it will be okay. I at least have food because of this pantry. Millions of people face hunger. Some every day, just like Donna. The Feeding America network of food banks helps provide over 6 billion meals to people in need each year. Learn more at feedingamerica.org. Feeding America. 200 food banks strong. The mission of Paralyzed Veterans of America is clear. Accessibility. Veterans who have served and sacrificed the best of themselves deserve access to the best our country has to offer. Access to meaningful employment. Access to the veterans' benefits they've earned. Accessible homes and vehicles. And access to every part of their communities. With PVA staff working inside VA hospitals, no other veterans organization has provided more real-time, ongoing support for paralyzed veterans and their families. PVA is proud to serve veterans across all branches, all generations, and all conflicts. Our nation's heroes fought for your independence. Join PVA in fighting for theirs at pva.org. St. Joseph's Indian School is much more than a school for Native American children. It's like a family. Classes are fun here. I am learning about my culture. Since 1927, St. Joseph's Indian School has provided children the education, health care, and support they need to succeed. To help give our kids brighter futures, learn more at stjo.org today. 
mess with a goat. <laughs> You'll get the horns, then the butt. Because <laughs> that's what goats do. 103.3, the goat. A long, long time ago, I can still remember how that music used to make me smile. And I knew if I had my chance, that I could make those All right, this time, <clears throat> I did not eat too late. Lyndon, what happened was taking a well, I took a couple of pieces of what I thought was caramel corn, mm. and it was basically jalapeno popcorn or something, something like that. Don't tell me it's too spicy for you, Dave, my guy. It was too spicy. It was too <laughs> well when you're expecting sugar and you get spice. That's a problem. Okay, <laughs> so I had a bad taste in my mouth, so I had to shove a little bit of a Milky Way in my mouth, and then. Uh, Chew that and then put the water in. All right. So what happened is it is absolutely pouring outside in, in downtown Nashville. We're supposed to have a concert uh, tonight, although that's a couple hours away. We'll, I'm, you know, we'll see if this, I can't imagine this is going to last for three hours. But I guess the doors blew open is what happened. And everybody was like, ooh, because I'm like, is everybody just looking at the rain, right? It's just raining. It is darker than it was. But uh, the rain is coming in. Like, you can't, you know. When it's clear, you can see the mountains in the distance. Now you can't. You can barely see uh, the buildings in the distance. But mm. that's what happened. That the doors blew open. We have two sets of doors on either side. I'm sort of in the middle, not near the door. So I didn't realize that that's, that's what happened. My, other, my former radio station in Mobile is right by the doors, and that's what blew open. So everyone was like, whoa. So. Hey, you're lucky you're not there because then you'd have been blown open and wet. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> yeah, I guess... I, yeah, people holding the doors shut. Right Bright now. side to everything. Uh, right. All right. Any other news that happened today there? Um, well, I'm, uh, they did say that J.J. Redick is the front runner to replace um, Jeff Van Gundy in, in the uh, basketball world and uh, being the right. broadcaster for ESPN. Um, sure. There was some other stuff as well. Hold on. Let me. Well, I just saw this. Paul Skeen signed his yep. contract. Yep, yep, 9. yep. 9.2 million a record uh, with uh, the Pirates. Does it say what he's going to do? Um, it, I didn't see that. I, I'm seeing the... Let me see if I click uh, the report by the advertiser. Um, yeah, it's not saying if he's going to go to the minors or not. It's just... It appears to just say about how much he made, but he's the highest paid, uh, most lucrative first contract for a pitcher since uh, right. Spencer Torkelson. Well, that's last year. Oh, okay. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> you know. I thought that was like yeah. a couple of years ago or something. Well, maybe it was a couple of years ago, but I mean, it's not. that We're not talking like 20 years. We're talking no, true, true. last year or two years 2020. ago. 2020. So. Oh, okay. So it's a few years ago. Uh, but he's but the highest rated prospect nobody... since uh, Strasburg, so. Skeens or Torkelson? Skeens. Skeens. Torkelson's struggling in the bigs. No. Uh, it's interesting they did not ask him if he was going to shut it down or not, right? Yeah, I, th I thought they, I thought let me see if I can find that. I'm going I'm going to look, but I don't I don't like I said I, I didn't see it with uh, the newspaper story, so I'm going to see if I see it. I have not story. seen if yeah. Maybe we get it on Twitter. That's what I'm that's so what that I'm would be right interesting now. to see cuz I would if I'm them and he hasn't pitched it now, you know, 3 weeks. 
you know, it's, it's one of those things where we don't really want to change too much. And yet, uh, see what he needs to work on in the offseason kind of thing, right? I'm certainly, I would, I would personally not, you know, change too much with Paul Skeets. He seems to have everything under control. Yeah, I'm not seeing anything, uh, Dave. I, I, yeah, I don't see it either. It's interesting. They just have it what he signed. Uh, just signed a deal. It does not say whether he is playing or not or getting shut down or not. Going to pitch this year, yeah. Uh, it'll be interesting to see if that's the case. I don't know. Because I would, I, would, I would pitch him a couple of times and see where he is. And then, you know, you can shut him down. Mm-hmm. Have him go to instructor. Have him go to instructs, right for a few weeks. See what's going on down there, and then you know get ready to go to spring training in in a few months. So, all right, all right. So Paul Skeen signed. That's the big. That is the big news. I had not seen that uh, today. Um, I don't know. Did we even talk about the other that the Northwestern baseball coach got fired? I mean, they I, got I don't a think so. Problem up there at Northwestern. It seems so, man. I, it's, uh, explain to me what happened. He, the baseball coach got fired. Now, what did he do? The baseball coach was abusive. So oh. there's one thing when the administration or even Pat Fitzgerald doesn't know about the hazing going on in the in the football program. It's another thing that the baseball coach is so abusive that the players have to seek treatment away from the club. Wow. Meaning that the trainer would do do it in his own room or his own apartment uh, so the coaches would not know about it. And someone said they got injured because of it. I, that's, you know, when you're putting the safety of your college athletes on the line, I mean, you, that's, that's coaching malpractice. Get out. No, I'm with you, Dave. And But you know yeah. what now? Now the AD might have to go because now it's two programs under right. you, two coaches who have been and this poor. one. So this is like we're we're talking about Pat Fitzgerald should have known what was going on in his football program and probably did. The AD should have known what was going on in the baseball program because this is not the students. This is the coaching staff, and that he didn't uh, is a problem. So all right, let's take a timeout. We will. Uh, We'll be back. We got Chris Doring. Chris Doring had to pay off his bet for uh, Florida losing the national championship with Peter Burns when he traveled to SEC Media Days. We'll find out about that next, and we'll talk about SEC football this season on a Tuesday afternoon sports chat live from SEC Media Days, powered by Lafayette Roofing and Dwight Anderson Insurance. We're in the business of matching hard workers with some of the most sought-after employers in the Lafayette area. To Lofton, you're more than just another employee. We care about your interests, and we can help match you with a company that needs your skills. You can complete an application, schedule an interview, and even browse jobs by simply going to Lofton.jobs. That's Lofton.jobs. We also offer an unlimited $100 referral bonus. At Lofton, we put people to work. Lofton.jobs. Spilled your drink? Quick, the quicker picker-upper. Bounty picks up spills quicker. And each sheet is two times more absorbent, so you can use less than the leading ordinary brand. So, you can get back to your night. Bounty, the quicker picker-upper. 
Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Susan, I'm sorry I'm late. Traffic is terrible. It sure is. But on top of that, gas prices have been skyrocketing. I can't believe how expensive gas has gotten recently. Prices at the pump are up, but I never pay full price for gas anymore. I just use the free Upside app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back every time I buy gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I've made around $200. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. Download the free Upside app to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code LUCK for an extra 25 cents per gallon cash back on your first fill-up. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or any gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code LUCK for a 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code LUCK for 25 cents per gallon cash back on your first First Philip. At Lowe's, we're always bringing pros more ways to save. Right now, save $50 when you buy the Tank 6-gallon pancake air compressor from Atabo HPT for just $1.99. Plus, get up to 20% off select James Hardy siding. Shop in-store or online for more deals you can't beat. Because Lowe's knows savings. Lowe's knows pros. Metapo HBT offer valid 76 through 726. James Hardy offer valid 713 through 719. Selection varies by location while supplies last. Hey, y'all, I'm Kelly Clarkson. Every American dreams of creating a better life for his or her family. But in some communities, those dreams face difficult challenges. When we come together to help those in need get the same opportunities as everyone else, we truly are making our country a better place to live for all of us. So look for volunteer opportunities in your community to help others achieve the American dream, all right? This message is courtesy of the United States Air Force. 1033 The Goat. Yeah, that's the one. K277 TQ Lafayette, 1420 KPEL Lafayette. If it's not the goat, then they're full of sheep. Yeah. 1033 The Goat, the greatest sports talk of all time. The rumors are true. People keep asking if I'm back, and I haven't really had an answer. But now, yeah, I'm thinking I'm back. Dave Schultz and Sports Chat are back. I'm back, baby! I'm back! One change, though. I'm sorry, that deal's now off the table. What? We live in a different world than we did just 30 seconds ago. Instead of waking you up, he's taking you home from work. Hey, Dad, you want to have a catch? I'd like that. Talking Cajuns, Tigers, Saints, all of it. I am the father. Buckle up, Acadiana. I feel the need.